the Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Feed the Noise podcast. And if you hear any coins, ching in the background, I'm coming to you from the Mandalay Bay Race and Sportsbook in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. As I'm taping the live on the line television show on Valley Sports and Stadium Sports as well all week. And I cannot wait for the confluence of uh, depravity and debauchery, Lee Lundy, on Thursday. First uh, opening day of the NCAA tournament for the full slate of games, and it's St. Patrick's Day. Over, under, on dudes, I watch puke in the book. I'm sending it at three and a half. Oh, no, three and a half? Oh, I'm hitting the over on that one. Are you kidding me? Now, uh, if you happen to do it, does that count, or are you exempt because you're the one setting the line? I don't have enough time to consume alcohol, unfortunately, at a prolific rate. Uh, Maybe I can just get an IV drip (laughs) just right straight to the veins. How many of you listening to this podcast right now just audibly out loud said, yeah, right. Right, Evans. Yeah, well, that's also true. I I will find a way. Where there's a will, there's a way. Lundy, yes, and uh, I need a, a Bloody Mary stat here uh, from Sin City. But uh, we are doing special edition episodes all early portion of the week long. So uh, if you want any of uh, Lundy's hockey selections, NBA player props, uh, NIT picks, any of that stuff, make sure you follow us on social media. Follow Lundy at Nate Lundy. Follow me at Noisy Huevos. What we want to do with these episodes, though, is break down the bracket region by region with some of the early lines from our favorite futures out there and get it on the books. And let's go and dive in right now. And let's start off with the West region, Lundy. Uh, the number one seed there, Gonzaga. Duke at the bottom half of the bracket, the number two seed. Uh, what is your favorite future in this region, could be best line value. I mean, Gonzaga's chalk right now at minus 160 at DraftKings, but is there anybody you could see potentially ousting the Zags and maybe scoring some cold, hard cash on a futures? Uh, my value or plus odds or whatever that I like out of the West, my favorite one that's sitting out there is uh, is Guns Up. It's Texas Tech, mm. um, who you can get to make to the Final Four at plus 500. I think this region goes chalk. I think Gonzaga yep. comes out and represents. But in the interest of trying to say, okay, if that didn't happen, if something weird were to take place in the West region, my favorite out of that is Texas Tech. I think Duke is vulnerable. I think UNC exposed it. I think we. I, I just think Duke's vulnerable. I, I guess that's the best way for me to describe it. Um, and so because of that, I just sit there and tick my way down the list of teams um, from the two seed to the three, the four, the five, and I just keep going. I don't really believe in UConn. Um, I'm not really feeling what's going on with Arkansas. So I look at it and say, if one of those higher rated teams is going to come out of the West, I think it's going to be Texas Tech. Yeah, I mean, the way they play defense, I mean, they're number one in the country in adjusted defensive efficiency. It makes a ton of sense. So they don't have traditional guard play. That's the one thing that really, you know, weighs heavily on my mind. But, yeah, I mean, look, stranger things have happened, right? And, and I like their draw on that bottom half of the region because I have zero trust in Duke. Their inability to play any kind of defense right now. I still am a buyer of Arkansas. I wrote about it on BallySports.com in my Bracket Flames uh, column that came out. And, you know, they're at 14-1. to 1. And with J.D. Note is a stone-cold killer. Uh, he's an absolute assassin and a guy that could go full Kimball Walker on that ass. 
in this postseason, uh, and they've been defending their tails off. You know, a squad that uh, ranks number 12 in adjusted defensive efficiency since February 1st in college basketball, only giving up 45.4% inside the arc, 30.4% outside of it. So, ah, give me woo pig suey, uh, the shirtless musclemans at 14-1 to for best line value of the futures in the West region. With that, let's go ahead and get to it. And, hey, bartender, bartender, I'm in Vegas. Pour us another edition of the Fade Five. Number five. All right, again, we're all West region focused here on the pod today, and I'm going to start off with one of my favorite picks in this region, and it is a playing game, Lundy, uh, that's going to take place. I think this one might be on Wednesday night, if I'm not mistaken. It's Rutgers taking on Notre Dame, uh, and I am going to have the Scarlet Knights on a printed-out copy of a ticket that I'm hoping to cash at a pick'em. It is a pick'em, folks. That's it. It's a coin toss game, according to the odds makers. And I understand where they're getting that line from, because if you look, over the last 30 days, uh, Notre Dame is number 47 at Bartorovic's overall efficiency ranks. Rutgers number 48. I mean, so they are back-to-back there. But I think Rutgers is a better team. Why? Because of their ability to defend the perimeter, giving up just 31.8% over that last 30-day span along the arc. And Notre Dame is live and die, feast or famine, when it comes to uh, the three ball. Uh, they can make it rain from outside, shooting 42.4% over the last month. But Cliff Amore will also be a difference maker. Uh, Notre Dame doesn't have the bigs, I think, to, to handle him in the interior. So with uh, with Amore, with Geo Baker, with Ron Harper Jr., I think Rutgers wins, and I wouldn't be surprised if they represent the first four and win another game, which has happened in nine of the last ten NCAA tournaments. But, Lundy, uh, are you with me? Rutgers, pick them, minus 110 at BetMGM. Fade or follow? Uh, Yeah, actually I am, although I am hopeful that when we see the Scarlet Knights and you look at the fact that this team finished the year four, uh, excuse me, two and four, um, I'm I'm hoping that that uh, is not the team that we see. Uh, I'll put it that way because I'm with you. I know you talked about it on social media yesterday. It is an absolute bullshit that Texas A&M was out of this tournament. I'm sorry. The Aggies should have been there. I would have uh, happily replaced Notre Dame with Texas A&M in this particular bracket. So I am hoping that Rutgers uh, does things right and knocks out the Golden Domers, who, in my opinion, should not have been a part of the 68. That's right, baby. Bank on Steve Peichel. Number four. All right, Lundy, let's go to opening round matchup action. Arkansas laying five against the Catamounts of Vermont, and I am 100% on board with the must bus here, and I'm going to lay the chalk just minus 105 at DraftKings. I got some information from uh, some of our friends at BetMGM this morning, and the most ticket action in terms of ticket count overall uh, in, in terms of the game so far in the round of 64, uh, Arkansas-Vermont right now is number two on that list. And a lot of people are taking Vermont and the points. I understand that they ran roughshod, unblemished through the AM East, but it's the AM East. And uh, they played north of a 300 overall strength of schedules. So uh, I, I think the athleticism, I think the interior size, I think J.D. Dote's play, uh, again, in Arkansas's ability to defend, I love the Razorbacks here, and I'm fading the public. Uh, I'm going to take Arkansas minus five against Vermont uh, at minus 105 on DraftKings. Fade or follow? Oh, God, I hate this one. Because really? Here's, no, because here's what happened to me, okay? 
Uh, you know, it, it, so the, when the when the bracket no, when the bracket came out, I'm looking at this and I'm going, okay, if I had to grab a 13 seed that I thought could make things a little bit interesting, this is the one that I looked at, okay, and then. I saw and got the same stats because you and I, our lovely television programs, are sponsored by our friends at BetMGM. Yeah. Um, and I, and I, I was, got that same information that you did. And then I went, well, crap, because now if that's the one that everybody's betting, now that's the one I want to stay away from because now I'm afraid that, uh, you know, I was like, oh, this is going to be it. We're going to go 13. We're going to have some fun. You know, leave Chattanooga out of it, right? Uh, South Dakota State, although we'll talk about that one later on this week. Yes. Um, and, and I was like, okay, uh, Akron, nope, not going to happen. So I'm going through all of these, and I'm thinking Vermont, yeah, because you're talking about a team that's lost, what, once since December, like, 6th or 7th, something like that. Vermont's just rolling. But then you point out, God damn, their strength of schedule sucks. So I don't know which way to go on this one, but I guess I guess I'll roll with the must bus just because you never really know how much excitement you might get out of Musselman. So I'll I'll do it. I'll lay the points. But man, my gut reaction was to take Vermont, and then I saw that the public was doing it, and I'm like, well, crap, I don't want to be a part of that. No, no, you can't be a part of that. Again, I mean, Vermont. I, I understand the advanced athletics are good. I mean, number 59 right now in Ken Palm. But the best team that they played this season was Maryland. Actually, Providence. And they lost by 10 to the Friars back in December 7th. Uh, they lost by 11 to Maryland. Like, they didn't play anybody else, man. They didn't play anybody else. You know, they did have the one loss in conference. I stand corrected on that. I forgot they lost to Hartford in overtime. But I know they've been drilling teams. But they just haven't faced a level of competition. They were remotely close to what the Razorbacks bring to the table. Run, Hogs, run! Number three. All right, marching on. Uh, let's go to the 8-9 matchup in this West region, and it's an intriguing one. Memphis going up against the Mountain West champs and Boise State. Uh, Boise with Armish, uh, they've got size in the interior, but so does Memphis. And Memphis has a lot more athleticism with their size compared to uh, the Broncos. So I'm going to lay the chalk here. Give me little penny, minus two and a half, minus 110 at Bet MGM. You look at Memphis, uh, Lundy. They have been one of the more stout defensive teams in all of college basketball here over the last month uh, inside the top 15 and just the defensive efficiency. And hell, according to the overall Bartorovic efficiency ranks, they've been a top five team over that stretch. So this is a team that continues to get it done and without a whole lot of fanfare. And I understand it's the American Athletic, but, you know, Boise, I just don't see how their bigs can neutralize the bigs of Memphis, who, again, have so much more athleticism, have that length, have that shot-blocking, rim-protecting ability. If Memphis's guards and, and Noli show up, uh, I think they're going to run away with this thing. So give me the Tigers, minus 2.5 against Boise State, minus 110. That bet MGM, fade or follow. Uh, this one I will roll with. You know, obviously, me sitting here in Denver, I've paid a lot of attention to the Mountain West Conference. Um, you know, we've, we've talked a lot on this podcast about a couple of those teams, Colorado State and Wyoming. But when I see Boise State, it's not that the Broncos are a bad team. They've actually had a pretty good season. I just think this is a terrible draw for them. I just don't know that they could slow down Memphis. Um, so I, I like this pick. I will take Memphis um, because I think that despite the fact that for the first time, uh, you know, Mountain West Conference got those four teams in. Um, I, this is just this is a bad draw for for Boise State. I kind of feel for him because I was hoping to see some performances out of this Mountain West Conference to maybe get them a little bit of attention uh, away from the power five. But this one not going to work. Take Memphis to advance to the second round. 
Stay tuned for my top picks in the West region of the NCAA tournament right here. All right, next up, let's go to the 215 matchup. It is the Duke Blue Devils who are coming in limping. You could say Lundy because they are not playing a whole lot of defense. In fact, uh, you look at Duke uh, over the last 30 days, number 167 in college basketball, yikes, and adjusted offensive efficiency, oh, but it gets worse, number 290 in effective field goal percentage D, and number 277 in three-point percentage D. I'm taking the Titans of Fullerton, plus 17 and a half against the Dukies. Now, you look at uh, Cal State, Fullerton, um, you know, they lost by 13 to Wyo. They lost by 10 to San Diego State. Uh, they were at least competitive in those games. I think this is too many points. It's going to come down to Damari Milstead, who's shooting 37.5% from distance over his last 10 games, uh, and really the team as a whole shooting well from outside. So I think they could take advantage if they can get some confidence uh, to nail some of those triples, keep this thing close. You know, Duke's going to try to run. Cal State, I think, will try to keep it more in a half-court setting. Uh, I love, you know, Bal uh, Bancaro. He's going to make millions of dollars on the next level. He got Mark Williams. But, God, it's just you don't know what you're going to get with Duke right now, and there's just no effort defensively. So, Cal State Fullerton, not saying it's going to be full Lehigh over Duke from a few years ago with that C.J. McCollum team, but 17.5 points. Way too many in my estimation. I'm going to roll with the Titans. As you know, the public's going to be rolling with Duke. Fade or follow, minus 110 at DraftKings. Love this one. Love them to be able to cover in this one. Um, so I will take Cal State Fullerton. It is too many points. Duke has shown vulnerabilities. They are 0-4 against the spread in their last four games. So even the uh, the two games that they won in the ACC tournament before uh, they got, uh, frankly, embarrassed, um, on Saturday, um, but the two games they won, even in those, they didn't cover. They were favored by 15 against Syracuse. They win it by nine. They're favored by eight and a half against Miami, uh, and they only win it by four. I mean, this Duke team is allowing squads to hang around, and while I think they win and they advance as a two seed, um, the Cal State Fullerton, what are they, the Titans? The right? Titans, yeah, yeah, Tighten up. Baby. Time to remember the Titans. I think 17 and a half is way too much credit that they're given to the fighting Krzyzewskis. Uh, I'll take the underdog to cover. Yeah, do it for Derrick Henry. Wager on the Titans. Number one. All right, last but certainly not least, uh, my favorite bet in this region, Lundy. I'm taking Davidson, those Wildcats, plus one and a half against Michigan State. Uh, Sparty ain't going to party, I think, on to the next round. I like this Davidson team a lot, and, you know, my affections for Bob McKillop, the Silver Fox, uh, one of the offensive geniuses in the entirety of college basketball. Uh, see Curry, comma, Steph uh, during his days there. Splore, it's all about the floor spacing. It's all about uh, opening things up. It's all about offensive execution, and they've been doing that at a very high level uh, since February 1st, number 15 in college basketball and adjusted offensive efficiency. And here's a shocker. Uh, they're number 29 in adjusted defensive efficiency. So the effort of guarding has really ratcheted up uh, as this team is uh, you know, shooting 38.6% outside and on the inside giving up just 45.1% to the opposition. Michigan State, I've watched this team way too many times. They could shoot the three. There's no doubt about it, and Davidson's going to have to really get out and extend if they want to survive in advance. But I've seen Sparty just continuously 
put bullet into foot, Lundy, because of carelessness and turnovers. And those self-inflicted wounds will mount up against a highly efficient offensive club of Davidson. So fade or follow the Wildcats plus one and a half against Tom Izzo Spartans minus 110 at BetMGM. For all of you that say you don't bet against Tom Izzo in the tournament, I say um, (laughs) because I'm all about Davidson uh, in this one with the plus one and a half. You're talking about a Michigan State team that um, just did not. They kind of sputtered uh, down the stretch, kind of like an old Volkswagen Beetle running out of gas. (laughs) Um, That's really I'm serious. That's really what it kind of felt like watching them um, down the stretch. It just was not good. It was not what you would expect out of a traditional Michigan State type of team. So I think Davidson can take um, advantage of that. The other thing that I will throw out there uh, for you uh, for you degenerates, uh, not just the ones that are filling out your bracket, but for you degenerates, both of these teams um, trending to the over. So take a yeah. look at that. I don't have it right in front of me right now because I've got like 1,700 windows open on my computer and I can't figure out where it went. Um, but whatever the over is, I'm probably on it because of how both of these teams have been doing in terms of their trending to finish off the regular season. Yeah, I'm pulling that up as we speak here, Lundy. And I'm seeing the total. There's Michigan, Colorado State. Oh, here it is, 140. Yeah, I could see that. Yeah, I could, so I could see taking 70 the over to 70. Yeah. Or, or take this one with um, – because undoubtedly throughout the week here when we do these pods, and again, as Brad said at the beginning, we're, we're doing these somewhat evergreen, folks, so that you can listen to them leading up to the games on Thursday, but um, or at least a couple of the play-ins perhaps. But, um, you know, maybe it's one that you do like – you do our traditional two-leg alt line, so you pull this one down a few points and then pair it up with something else that you like that you want to get yourself a buffer, but – I just think you take the over. These two teams have been hitting overs consistently down the stretch. Yeah, I kind of like Davidson on the team total, too, at 69 and a half. Nice. nice. Uh, Draft Kings at minus 120. There you go. And that is a wrap on a rapid-fire West Region sports betting breakdown for the NCAA tournament. Uh, we're going to have another episode. Again, that's more evergreen. Uh, next up will be the East Region. Going to try to try to crank out that sucker sometime tomorrow. We're going to then double up, likely either not if it's not tomorrow, it'll be on Wednesday with the South and the Midwest. Be sure to follow Lundy on Twitter at Nate Lundy. Check me out there at Noisy Huevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. And as always, until next time, feed or follow. That is up to you. Feed the noise.